Hey! So for this week's episode, we are talking about video game skins because Alola Ninetales costs 40 USD. That's crazy. Also in this episode, Dude Arthur is <laughs> canonically in his white white day outfit. And also, Maid Rita is the best Rita. And also, I forcefully segue into fighting games. Don't forget to leave a comment and let's start the episode. Hello and welcome to a totally not sponsored by Cowboy Bebop episode of The Brave Room. As you can tell, guys, I'm I'm on an energy today. <laughs> I have integer overflowed of from tiredness into giddy happiness. And it might be because as we're recording this, we're waiting for the countdown to the final Smash character reveal. And there's no way it's gonna be a character that'll make everyone happy, right? Smash community ever happy? Exactly. Actually, no. Minecraft Steve made everyone happy. Alright. Dude, Minecraft Steve was great. Anyways, I'm your host, Juan Amaro, and with me today we have... The usual same old kid. You say usual. You weren't here last episode. You you left me to fend off our lovely, lovely guests, Stefan and Samir, and have a lovely talk about games industry stuff while you went and did, like, Genshin or something. Usual. Hey, shout out to the Genshin dumpster fire. So before we get into this week's episode, just shout out to that that whole mess. You can read about it extensively on GameOfRaves.com where the editorial theme has been killing it with coverage. Everything from terrible anniversary rewards to weird apologies that would have been great a week ago to hot cookie men. <laughs> My emotional turmoil was it. Hey, hey. It was a team effort, and that's what matters. <laughs> Anyways, that's not what we're talking about this week. That's two things, two topics we segued into that are not what we're talking about this week. Think about that. It's about life, you know? Don't worry about it. Anyways, today we're talking about skins, which is a weirdly, like, don't know why we're talking about it this week, but sure, let's go on about it. We learned today that Pokemon Unite has a 40 USD skin. Uh-huh. Okay, so you see, uh, usually skins like, for example, in Grand Blue, I believe they are 30 USD, but it does come with a temple ticket. So you're paying for a, it's a package that comes as a free temple to, yes. to pay off how absolutely, and I don't use this lightly, absolutely bonkers that price is for a skin. I remember uh, Food Fancy, which surprisingly, I have brought up Food Fancy many times on this podcast, but Food Fancy had a skin as well. My dear darling Vodka had a 200 ringgit Christmas skin. And Food Fantasy is a PNG gacha. When when are gachas not PNG gacha though? Hello, Genshin. (laughs) Okay, 3D model gacha then. Asterisk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So food, no, but food fancy is like hard into the PNG. Like, it's an auto battler otherwise, and it's just like these really, really terrible chibi puppet things. 
is not great, is my point. So yeah, 200 ringgit for a single, single PNG. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up and send it to you, but... Yeah, no, gachas, like, free-to-play games are getting really ridiculous with skin prices, is my point. Previously, I'm trying not to salt too much on Genshin here, but like... Too late, too late, kick it, kick it! <laughs> but yeah, when Jean's uh, skin was revealed to be about the same price as uh, Temple, I believe that's without the discount, of course, with... With the discount, then it's a bit lower, but norm people would not probably normally only get it off the discount. So, it costing a ten pool without anything else, and it doesn't even guarantee you the character to use it on. It just kind of eh eh. Okay, okay. Here's the thing, and and I know this is going to to piss some people off. I can defend not including the character. Because, you know, Gacha Games has said we'll let you buy characters when Hell freezes over. So fair enough. And like, you know, when I see skins, I, I do like think like, you know, I'll only get a skin if it's for a character I have, obviously. Also to your point, I think everyone who wanted that skin bought it like when it was on sale. Can yeah. you be imagine being the one bingus? Who's like, oh man, I got Jean on my pity. Better go buy this stupidly expensive skin where she's got, I don't know, what was her beach outfit again? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, it's a summer outfit. Yeah. So, yeah. It's in shorts, I think. Yeah, I remember. I re Shout out. Shout out to, I don't remember his Twitter handle, but it's this artist I follow called Tommy. Do not open his Twitter account. If you are afraid of being judged. But anyways, shout out to Tommy for like wanting the best jean skin ever. That is a man of culture. I'm not saying it I'm not saying how his description of the ideal jean skin on this podcast, on this fine reputable podcast, but shout out to that guy. Is my point. Anyways, he was wrong on all counts. We got a very nice conservative jean outfit. Which, I only just recently learned the lore context of that outfit, which is even funnier. Uh, the whole Favonius Knights pitched in to make it or something, right? Not just that, is Lisa <laughs> packs it as a, like, she says, this is a secret thing that you will need on your mission to the islands. It's totally necessary. You know what, those two, those two are married, you can't change my mind. Of course they are. Mihoyo themselves could not change my mind. <laughs> Skin prices aside, I've been like calculating for a bunch of the other gacha games I play. So I find that typically skins tend to be in the ballpark price of just under a temple. So like for Arknights, I believe it's worth about 8 pulls in total, which comes to about Six, 65 ringgit or so like that. That mm -hmm. seems kind of cheap. Yeah, doesn't Ar isn't Arna's like dirt cheap in terms of currency? In a way, yes, but from the spending I've done, the conversion rate doesn't seem to be quite there, so I do pay a little bit extra whenever I commit crimes. Huh. 
So, speaking of skins, like, you know, because obviously it's nice to have your characters change. I feel like, pri like pricing aside, like, so let let's talk about skins themselves as a concept. I, I said, I guess you like them, right? Uh, for the most part, I do, yeah. I buy them for characters I like, of course. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily need to have them, I just buy them be because sometimes I prefer their outfit over their normal skin. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. I can see that. I'm trying to think, like... Because in gacha games... Okay, one game that bugs me with its skins is Honkai Impact. Because... Yeah. You know, unlike Genshin, where every card is a different character, Honkai Impact has duplicates. So there can be, uh -huh. uh, you know, like there are, I don't know, I think by now there's like five different Ritas, for example. Each one is a different unit. And each skin is locked to the specific unit, not the character. Aww. And that okay. pisses me off because I actually hate a lot of Honkai's battlesuit designs. Unfortunate. Yeah, a lot of them are just mecha swimsuit. And, like, I think I've said it before on this podcast, like, the the basic version of most of the Valkyries are the best ones. Yeah, I, I rem vaguely remember that. Yeah, looking the, at you, Durantal the... and Rita, like, you literally... Literally, the three-star versions of them are the best... The best ones. Actually, no. Actually, funnily enough, Agnes is actually practicing a degree of that because a two of... Two existing characters who've already had skins later received limited uh, versions of themselves, but they're also the different class, so you th so the animations cannot apply to their new versions. But uh, in exchange, they do give out a free ticket if you did buy their old skin to claim for another one in the future. So that's nice. Ah. Uh -huh. I get like, I get now the reason why they do that in Honkai. Also, wait, just quick rewind. Yeah, Art Knight has great default art, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm willing to spend that crazy on you, I suppose. I suppose, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so with Honkai, like, I can get it kind of now because characters have started to change. Like, back in the early days of Honkers, you know. Every Kiana was a gun user. Every Bronya was a cannon user. Like now, it's only now that battle suits are starting to differ. Like they're allowed to differ more with different weapons and stuff. So I can get why you wouldn't want to have skins across from there. But other than that, let me transmog my card. Like I know the S rank Rita is good, but she's not a maid. <laughs> wow. Okay. So there's, uh, there's obviously ulterior motives here. <laughs> it's gacha games. What what other... This is... It's not ulterior if it's the main point. <laughs> Have you ever seen a Honkai ad that was deep gameplay about stat... No, it's hot girls. That's the point. Anyone who thinks uh, Honkai has never that. been about fame... Anyone who thinks Honkai has never been about fan service is deluding themselves. The only reason I, I got into ad, Hawkeye was the creepy the ads ass ads. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, ads, the ads I get for Hawkeye always the enemy shots. Oh, that's now oh. because they have a good reputation. Do you know how I got into Hawkeye? 
I kept yeah. getting ads for this and I was just like, look at this creepy degenerate game. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm jumping. I'm curious. Let's go. <laughs> I want to play a creepy degenerate game. And that's how I downloaded Honkai. And it's remained on my phone for like, I think, four years now. And now people are like, Honkai is not creepy. Yes, it is. <laughs> it may not show it now, but it's in the closet. <laughs> It's like oh, Mr. Know. Incredible, you know, when you open his study and he's got the Incredible suit. That's Honkai. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, like, uh, ga- gacha game outfits aside, like, the like, MMORPGs eventually devolve into fashion, fashion walls. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. MMOs are built for, fa- like... I don't want to look like everyone else, you know. This is why I want to play FF14 with the free trial up to Heavensward with no restriction on playtime. Buy the new Endwalker expansion coming out this November. <laughs> and hopefully don't break the servers again. Yeah, looking at you, Asmongold. You're on thin ice, buddy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, M- MMO, like certain games are about fashion expression and MMOs are totally one of them. Because yeah. can you imagine if play in this world with like, you know, 200 people in the same room and like, I don't know, 50 of you are wearing the same thing. That's ass. That's a terrible, like, I can barely stand my Warhammer miniatures all looking the same. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the, all, all the time spent uh, getting transmutation stones and making sure the armor pieces don't clip because I play a child on Guild Wars 2 and every damn medium armor is a long coat that bothers that clips through the tail and it looks ugly yeah yeah no we need we need furry rights we need <laughs> we need a commission to make sure that furry animals characters are treated with the respect they deserve we want physics on the tail Quotes to bunch up from them. That's what this is about. Anyways, as but like, in case you haven't realized, I am typically pro skin. I like the idea of changing up. I mean, yeah. look at freaking uh, Arthur from Fate. I don't know what he actually looks like because I've only ever seen his white day skin. <laughs> I mean, a uh, C, a regular Arthoria, and that's it. Except he's got no boobs. I, I mean, neither does Artoria. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the appeal, guys. We'll get to that in another episode. But <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, I'm tempted to get, uh, have been vaguely tempted to try fate just to get male male Arthur for no other reason than because he's a guy. <laughs> he's kind of cute in his white day outfit. Exactly, his white day outfit is his Look, 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 look We are just coming off one fest 34 Where they announced a shit ton of fate figures And Dude Arthur is getting a figure Is it regular Dude Arthur? No, it was white day Dude Arthur He's literally <laughs> Regular Arthur may as well not be canon anymore <laughs> I think he has an android though At the very least Wow, they made an android of his skin Cool <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. Yeah, Why did? Because, yeah, Why did they, because uh, actually, it's kind of funny uh, mentioning Arthur because like 
there was a time where someone on my feed was like, ah, I wonder if they're going to rerun the other uh, figure, Nandoroid, whatever it was. It's like, oh yeah, they recently reran the regular after then so, no, I want the white day one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, credit where credit's due. That's a good looking like Arthur is a freaking snack. Hold on. Arthur Figo White Day. Yeah. Like if you told me that was a Saber servant, I'd be like, yeah, that's a sick looking look at the coat. Listen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Three-piece suits, you can never go wrong with them. That's one's fashion tip of the day. Three-piece suit, never go wrong with it. Yeah, they did make an android of it. I'm looking, I'm staring at the android now. But yeah, what, what were we on about? We were talking about skins. Um, we got sidetracked again. It's it's one of those episodes, guys. I'm very tired. <laughs> I was going somewhere before we got distracted by how handsome Dude Arthur is. <laughs> so I am typically pro-skin. Except in fighting games. Ah, okay. Because, okay, so like Street Fighter and Tekken have really good skin economies. But here's the thing, when I watch a fighting game, I want to know who each character is. Haha, okay, you modded a skin for M. Bison that turns him into Darth Vader. But I I want him to look like M. Bison though, you know? Like, I don't like when the skin changes too much in a fighting game because I, w- I still want it to read as that character. Because like, you know, hypocrite that I am, uh, Elfelt in Guilty Gear has, is the only character in that game that has a skin. Mm-hmm. Because she changes her design between Exit Sign and Exit Revelator. So the, the game lets you swap between the two, between the two designs. But, you know, they're both still Elfelt. She's still a bunny bride girl. Man, I love Daisuke. Daisuke, you you the realist. But, you know, when I see like Street Fighter, for example, there's a lot of like Street Fighter skins that are like... Hold on, let, let me look this up. SFV. In the meantime, he adds at Alfred to strike. Yeah, Daisuke. Please. Please, Onegai. <laughs> Yeah, I get I get the thing about skins making characters look too different because I watch Dora too and all that. Some of the Arcanas have made the heroes look so different. I'm like, um, who is that again? Yeah, I can't seem to find like I've seen some freaking tournaments where Ryu just looks super different, and I'm just like, eh. I think the top icon for like Zeus and Earthshaker in Dora too, for example, they look really similar when you're using the arcana so i'm like uh i i don't know who this is anymore there was a league of legends skin that had to be banned because it it actually made the character too hard to see i feel like i've vaguely heard of that yes but yeah no it was uh because like when people started modding strive as well you know people were like oh man we can finally make like skins for our characters and i was just like but but the default looks really good. <laughs> Here's the thing, I barely have the will to change color palettes for most of the characters. Because that's how strong the design is. And then someone's like, no, but I want it to look like Bayonetta. And I'm just like, eh. By the way... Of all, all the color packs in the Granblue versus... Yeah. Color packs are okay. I don't mind color pack changing. 
Tekken. The, the skins are limited to the weapons, so you get the joke things. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you derailed me for a bit there. But yeah, Te- Tekken's also really bad because it's really, really like item customizy, if I remember correctly. Here's the thing PC com- modding community is so crazy, I can't tell what's actually in the game and what was just someone's mod. But my point stands. I want I want the characters to look like the characters. Yes, indeed. Like, like visual clarity and also it's kind of like character identity. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think like uh, watching, I try to watch League competitive as well, but they often have skins. And since I have no idea who the heroes are, all the skins makes it even harder to recognize who is who. Yeah, yeah. Overwatch had some really cool skins because they all looked like something that could have been in canon. For a while, it is. I think they've gone like completely off the deep end by now. But yeah, shout out to Diva. That's that's a tragic character. Mm-hmm. Remember, because she started the trend. Well, I guess no. Gage from Borderlands started the trend of the ooh quirky girl who's gonna be you know the PR face of the company essentially by being gamer bait. <laughs> And then, like, she just disappeared off the face of the planet one day. Like, yeah, I don't remember, like, I don't see her as the face of Overwatch anymore. Remember when they held a live event in Korea just to show off the diva short? Because that's how much money she was bringing in Blizzard. It was, uh, what was her name again? Tracer. Hmm? What about Tracer? Uh, no, I always thought the face was Overwatch. No, say official uh... face is Tracer. But you know, Blizzard would always make sure Diva was in was in the, your field of vision, so that you know the waifu lads would be like, "Ah, Diva!" <laughs> I think this is this is the one tie in a scale. How many weird voices do I do to the podcast? That that and number. How many times it gets derailed? I suppose. And that too, it's weird voices multiplied by derail derailments. <laughs> but yes, that is. That is what happens. Was that Diva had some good skins though? She had like Police Diva was pretty okay. I didn't like Student Diva. I feel like Blizzard, you were too honest there. <laughs> we got we gotta keep some pretense here, Blizzard. I don't remember if I ever got a like alternate Diva skin when I used to play Overwatch. I spent I spent my they, gold on that. Because they ruined my girl Mercy and I have no idea what the hell she does anymore, so... No one does, it's fine. Because no one plays Overwatch anymore. I remember, I played Heroes of the Storm for a week to get Police Diva. And then like a month later, so many people threw a tantrum about not wanting to play Heroes of the Storm that they just added her to the regular loot box rotation. Wonderful. I was like, you could have made it a different color. Let me have the original color police diva so everyone knows I'm better than them. Because I could stomach a MOBA <laughs> long enough to get my police diva. Scandalous. Scandalous. Absolutely scandalous. Pricing on skins though. I don't know what I'd pay for a skin. Like, because here's the thing, like, you know, fighting games, again, I, I buy the extra colors, yeah. But you know, it's never you never buy just one color. Like the Strive Season Pass came with I think like what six extra colors for every character. And on top of that you get all the DLC for the season. 
So, yeah. It's just like, how much did that even cost me? I didn't. I need to look that up. I have bought the season pass twice, just so you know my sins. Okay. Because I own I own that game once on on console and one once on PC. So let me just bring up my previous example. So okay, Grand Blue's pricing is about twenty five to thirty USD. You get the skin, and you get the temple. Skin, or uh, has different art for one. Or typically different animations, and they also have different voice lines. Hmm. Then in Arknas, it depends. You will always get new art and the new GB, but depending on the price, you might get slightly more effects to the GB sprite. But otherwise, they're essentially unchanged. Hmm. Then alchemy stars, their skins are also almost entirely paid, except for the free track for the four stars. You sh- for now, it's o- uh, four stars get the free skins. So for the rest of the characters, they are also paid. Their model changes, their art changes, and the game also uses live two D. You also get an additional CG, I believe, with a short story attached. But otherwise, they're also functionally unchanged. Genshin changes the whole mod, changes the 3D model for about the price of 10 rolls, but it's also virtually unchanged. Besides that, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like, so, so like I said when I mentioned earlier about comparing the pricing of skins, I usually find that Gacha game standards is either eight pulls worth. Or ten pulls with bonus. At least that's what I've experienced anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember how much Review Starlight's skins were because they were weirdly obfuscated. They have skins. They do. It's when did this happen? Last year, I think. I, I think I was in the UK actually when it when they added it. But it's like only so. Uh, some units got alternate colors for their reruns, and that that's a skin. And then for the rest of it, I think is beach outfits. Uh huh. Cause that's what sells, and they're not going to make Bikini Mahiru a a unit. I think it's universally applicable. I don't know because the moment I saw like, the moment I saw how annoying it was to get, I was just like, it's okay. <laughs> I can fight, yeah. Man, there is. You still looking up those things? The last thing I said I'm looking at. Oh, yeah, uh, Strive DLC, 60 ringgit for all the colors. I, I don't remember how much GBBS one is, but I've also not paid for any of the DLC for a while. Because mm-hmm. I'm broke. Aren't we all. That's the thing, right? Because you can't compare AAA game skins to Gacha game skins, I guess. I suppose. I suppose. Like, as much as you want to say, no, they should all be treated. Like, it is a different economy. You know? Because, like, when it comes to AAA games, you've most likely already paid the base price, so this is additional DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I do have one instance 
I can't believe that I hadn't brought this up yet when we're talking about and when we're talking about skins. Dude, Melty Blood's like color palette is fing amazing. <laughs> uh, so uh, you on the same level of memes as uh, Soul Calibur? Soul Calibur is straight up a uh, create your own character, so no. Uh, okay. like Soul Calibur has custom characters that you can make. But uh so yeah, you know like Guilty Gear has you get like 13 colors to choose from, right? 13 preset colors. Melty Blood is like, nah, you make your own skin. Here you go. Here's all the parts that can be changed. Pick one of the colors and just make your own. It's amazing. And then like some characters can have, you can add glasses or stockings because it's a pixel sprite, right? So it's literally just change the color region. Uh, I, I believe the stockings are very important. <laughs> Dude, you don't even know. They had to mention it in Famitsu. Yes. When they introduced... Because it was introduced in Famitsu, I think. And it was like... Hey, so you know how Arcoid... You know, is wearing a short skirt... And... Has bare legs. Well, you can cover them up with high socks. Thanks to the new colour editor. Melty Blood Type Lumina available September 30th. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-order now. <laughs> so you can also add glasses. It was like apparently this discomfort has not been extended to all characters because my girl Noel could use some glasses. I'm, I'm saying, I'm just saying. Please patch it in, thank you. But yeah, it's not like a f- totally free form. Like you can't pick any color from a color wheel. They have preset colors for different regions, which is even funnier because you can tell what they were thinking when they picked the color selections. So like for Noel, you'd think it was just a skin color selector, but no, it's her legs and her face are two different op- menu options. And for her face, it's just like, you know, different skin tones. Culture will understand. Yeah. Listen, uh, again, People complaining about Type Moon pandering to the anime fetish. Do you remember what Type Moon is famous for? They literally own the world's most popular eroge. The world's most most profitable eroge. No, no, you see, but you must keep things pure. Dude, fate doesn't keep things pure. You look at Nero Saber and tell me what's pure about that. Uh, lovely, 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 lovely. But yeah, no. My my main takeaway, my main takeaway for this is skins are great. Skins are great. Yeah. As I, I like to look for my favorite characters for my paper dolls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Forgot about one more. Warframe. Okay. Warframe uh, might have the best skin system. Actually, now that I think about it, because do you know what Tenogen is? I am not aware. So you can make your own skins on the Steam Workshop and post them up there. And people can vote on them. And every month or so, the most popular ones get added to the game. And that's Tenogen. And it, like with Dude Arthur, some characters' Tenogen skins have become so, like, so synonymous with the character that 
I don't remember what the original ones look like anymore. <laughs> Shout out to Misa from from Warframe. I don't remember what basic Misa looks like because everyone uses the Tenogen versions of her. I think Inaros also... And it's not just, like, you can either have helmets or body skins. So, like, for some characters... Like, Misa in particular had a really, really good helmet. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. But I've never seen anyone willingly use default Misa's head. Same thing with Inaros. Because Inaros, Inaros is like a mummy-themed Warframe. And one of his heads is like an Anubis head. Oh. And so why would you ever use anything else? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't even know how it looks like, but that concept alone is sold me on it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I love Inaros. Inaros is like one of my favorite Warframes. And then, but yeah, the only problem was community-generated skins. And Warframe does make their own skins, but everyone knows Tenogen is usually where it's at. But so the only problem with community skins is that... Guess what? Unpopular Warframes aren't gonna get skins. <laughs> Shout out to the Revenant fans. Hey, I see all three of you. Ping me when Revenant gets a skin. Time to play the world's smallest violin. Uh, but yeah, no. And I don't know the mechanics of how it works, but I think the Tenogen artists get a cut for every sale. I can't remember, because they, they're sold with premium currency. They're bought with premium currency. I see. But yeah, no. Skins. Really, really great. Yes. But uh, also kind of expensive, so sometimes I would just cry. Yeah, well, yeah. So that Pokemon Unite thing's freaking ridiculous, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. So, you remember what we started this with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's why. Like we've we've explained the skins, and now we're going we're going back around to that. So yeah, that's freaking ridiculous. Forty bucks yeah. is way too much for a mobile character skin. Yes. Like no. the cheapest are three ninety nine. Next step up are six forty nine, eight forty nine, and the most expensive is nine ninety nine. Wow, I see. And this is from an article titled Heroes of the Storm is Expensive by Polygon. Uh, Alola Ninetales laughs at you six years in the future. <laughs> what is Alola Ninetales? Don't worry about it. You'll find out in six years. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, my that's my point. Heroes of the Storm be tripping. <laughs> Not Heroes of the Storm. Pokemon Unite be tripping. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this episode. As much of a mess as it is. Don't forget, you know, leave a comment. Thousand clicks. You know, terrible, terrible, terrible suggestions. And really, really, really suggest some bad ones. I want to, like, you know, I could do an entire episode without using the letter E. Or you could force me to watch Sword Art Online and say I have to hit five nice things about it. I don't think we could upload an episode where I kill myself on stream, though. So uh, yeah, that's probably one big content warning. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Well, first of all, you know, listeners have to do their homework and get this. Leave those comments, and also, you know, just ask questions. I want to do a comment reading podcast. Actually, we are skin funny. Oh yeah, and also, you know. Yeah, give give us money so we can afford more skins. And Mihoyo, Mihoyo, please, Lisa skin. We saw that Halloween design. Where is it, Mihoyo? <laughs> more important than those 40 Primo gems. Where's Halloween, Lisa? 
Anyways, this has been an episode of The Brave Room. Thank you so much for listening, and see you. Yeah.